Join Tim and Christina Madden, co-founders of Executive Career Upgrades on their podcast, The Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. As an executive in today's highly competitive job market, it can be tough to succeed. However, with Tim's nationally recognized career advice and Christina's mindset expertise, you can reach your full potential. Tune in to upgrade your career and get ahead of the competition. All right, welcome to the Executive Corrupt Rates Podcast. I am one of the hosts, Tim Madden. This is the beautiful Christina Madden. And hey, if you don't know us, we help those elevate, right? Elevate in corporate America, right? Whether it's landing the job and money they deserve, starting off on the right foot, or enhancing your skills as you continue to climb the corporate ladder. And this is officially, before we get into it, this is the last podcast episode. Where did 2023 go? It honestly was probably one of the fastest years of my whole life. And I remember growing up, my dad used to always tell me right around this age, it really starts to speed up. Just wait till you get older. It really starts to speed up. And now I'm starting to believe him. But you know, what's crazy is even though it's sped up so much, right? We, um, we accomplished so much this year. It's we crazy. didn't even really try. No, the next year I we're going to try. So yeah, we didn't properly plan. Yeah, man. we did actually. I shouldn't we, say we try. planned a little bit, and we we definitely tried. But here's the thing. Oh, I'm glad. Let's get into it, right? And then, and then we'll do it. No, I want to talk to you about. I read something today, or I was listening to something on my little morning little exercise. It was um. What's your morning exercise? Well, hold on. We'll we'll get into that. But the first one was um. It was talking about, so when we're talking about planning and action, so we, you specifically said, yeah, we took action and we did stuff, but we could have planned better, right? So that's the, are you ready for the golden nugget? I'm going to give you one today. Are oh, you ready? Oh, can't wait. And it was, hey. Can you imagine living with this guy? You can only say you're in a boat, right? Your action, say, say you're operating at 100% action, 100% effort in a boat, right? The only thing you can change to go faster, if you're already operating 100%, is a new boat, baby. So the question is- That's actually something hey, I'm planning for. So, so do you have the right vehicle, man? Do you have the right boat? Because here's the thing, and that boat I really think is like the plan, right? Because here's the, the thing, you can only we can only row so fast, so fast, so fast. So do you want to buy, you know, without planning, you're going to be in a sinking boat, you better roll. roll. This guy's in an Audi. Yeah. So you you get what I mean though, right? It's like even with max effort, proper... exactly. You need to have the right. Well, what plan. are you gonna what do we tell the people that are out there in like a yeah, you know a sinking boat? A sinking boat or like a past the holes, a baby. Down, a broke down Toyota. I don't know. What is it? Yeah. Oh, great. Ready? Sounds like you need to make some investments that could be repairing your boat, could be getting assistance with uh, repairing your boat, or it could be, we just need to buy a new boat. There's a lot of philosophy happening on this podcast. There is. Hey, we go live <laughs> each week inside the executive career network. If you're watching inside the EC and we appreciate you, it's the fastest growing career network. By the way, we have a lot of, a lot planned for you in 2024. So stay tuned ECN and Hey, to our friends over on LinkedIn and YouTube, we see you, we, we see you, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for subscribing to the channel over on Apple and Spotify. If you're listening or if you're attending live right now, hey, go show us some love and subscribe to those channels as well. And hey, our gift to you, if you didn't know, 
before we kind of kicked this off was we put together a career resources library. And most of the stuff is for free to you to help you set up your backdrop right, help prepare for an interview, lots of good stuff. Go on over to execupgrades.com backslash resources. And last thing. But you got to take action. You can get all the free stuff, but you have to take action. And if you don't know how to do that or how to put it in place, or let's say you've already accessed that library, make sure you're tuning into this podcast every week so you can learn how to put it uh, to action and also stay connected in the you executive stand. career network, uh, group on Facebook. And if they need additional assistance besides the guide, cause they know they need help reaching their goals. What, what did they do then? If they, then they need to book a call. They need to book a call. Book and a you call. can do that at execupgrades.com backslash podcast. Free, also free. Good also call. free, <laughs> free career consultation. Hey, I wanted to kick. The, so we're talking today about an important topic, right? Which a lot of you, we were deciding on a topic that we should do, right? Wrap up goal setting, planning, et cetera. And we decided to choose this one to end the year with. And here's why we wanted to use this one because we know a lot of you are going to go into right new opportunities into inside Q1, right? We know that you're going to be being onboarded at new companies, right? Or onboarding people for your organization. So we thought this would be a perfect topic to close the year in. But before we get started, this is something that's so exciting. Me and Christina were talking a couple of days ago, she said about everything we accomplished in 2023. And we're big on personal. Well, and this was actually what Tim's about to tell you was actually just completely random. We were just getting ready to go to bed. And I think I said something like, one of my favorite memories from this year and while this year went by really fast was I became a bestselling author. And then I started talking about the vacations. And then before you knew it, I was rolling off the tongue, some very actually impressive things. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm just saying, thank goodness I had that moment for a second because I was like, man, this would have been, this is a huge opportunity to reflect and celebrate. And then I had an additional bing, aha moment was like, wait a second. If I did that without planning and without actually thinking about it, what should we be doing in those different areas going into 2024 so I can feel the same and better when we end 2024? So go ahead. Yeah. Well, I need to back up now. You said you were talking about bragging, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, you should brag about stuff. And we're not talking about being cocky. We're not talking about being arrogant. We're talking about being proud, Mm -hmm. man. Talking about being proud of what you accomplished this year right? So what'd you do? Did you lose some weight? Did you minimize your drinking a little bit? Did you put an emphasis on personal development? Did you meditate more? Did did you reflect more? Did you build a better relationship with your significant other? Hey, if you did, you should be proud of that. And you should reflect on that. As you go into 2024, here's just some keynotes that we want to reflect with you as we're wrapping up this podcast. And if you're some- If you're somebody, and I've had plenty of years like this, if you're somebody like, man, it was a really crappy year and there were things I wanted to do and didn't get it done or wow, like they're saying some really cool stuff and I didn't quite get there or I, I saw, you know, or I, I said I was going to quit X, Y, Z and I couldn't or didn't, which by the way, I'll just mention, I saw a video last night. It was, I, I follow a lot of, um, these 
not to, I'm not going to go off on a rabbit hole here, but I follow a lot of these like sober influencers that have launched like mocktail companies and things like that. Because this year I com- I decided to completely ditch alcohol. Last time I drank was the beginning of October and God willing, I won't drink again. I just don't want to. It holds me back too much and a whole wide array of different reasons. You guys know it does nothing good for you. But anyways, this person was asking other people like, hey, how many times did it take you to try getting sober before it actually stuck? And she asked so many people. And I think like the least amount of times was like 10 to 13 times, like once a year for the last 13 years was like the general answer um, or, or a rock bottom moment. So don't give up is what I'm getting at. Like, I think people give up too soon before they actually get to experience the other side of what it feels like to achieve. Mm, how painful would that be? Right. To achieve these goals. Literally getting right there to and where you almost would have. Almost right. Almost. Well, when I think about when Tim and I first met, um, this would be our eighth year together and where we were then. And we were talking about the things we're doing now, like the things we're doing now were, was on my vision board then. But imagine if a few years ago or even a year into it, I would have just quit or gone back to a certain job or whatever. I wouldn't have got to this point. So you really do have to have some grit about you in terms of like, keep going. But if you're that person that's listening to me and is like, man, I, I there's not a whole lot that I am proud of this year. I encourage you to find something and then be like, Hey, like this is the last year that's going to happen. That's gonna, a good thing. I'm going to have stuff for, it's a good, it can no, be a good here's thing. Why. Awareness. No, because if you're at the bottom, right. If you didn't accomplish a lot of the stuff that you want to, right. That's actually good. Shift your perspective, ladies and gentlemen, because here's why, especially if you're listening, think about, man, now I have something to do next year, right? I already have a plan of attack for 2024. So, For the people that have so far to go or they perceive they have so far to go, that just makes it seem like there's so much opportunity to radically transform your life. And I still get excited about that. You want to know the kicker? I think when people give up too soon, you don't even realize it happened because you wouldn't know. Like you don't even realize it's happening because you don't get to the goal, get to the other side and feel the great uh, victory. So this stuff is really in our blind spot is, is where I'm headed. And, and, you know, having this conversation with yourself will allow the awareness to come about and awareness, my friends is nearly 80% of the work. If you can believe that, uh, the other 20% is bringing all of it to fruition. So make a list, even if it's one thing per quarter, like I'm not going through 2024 without doing these things. And I recommend something in each category, personal, professional, financial. And some of our favorite achievements was, and I know you guys probably saw a lot of this in our marketing was we made number 500. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to talk about them. We're going to talk about this long list and then we'll, we'll get into it. We help change the life of over 800 directors, VPs, and executives with a bigger target next year. Congratulations. If you achieved your goals with us this year, that is amazing. We're super excited. Hey, we did here at ECU. Even though we were the 512th fastest growing company in the nation and the 49th fastest veteran owned company to all my veterans out there, we also had a revenue increase of 140%. We had over $20 million in salary increases. We did our first wait, 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 $26 wait. million. Responsible for $26 million. Isn't that amazing, you guys? Wow. No shortage of money in this world. So mm-hmm. just letting you know. Uh, I got picked up to be featured in MSN and one of the top CEOs to watch. You were in CIO Magazine, plus the other countless 
other things. Went viral. Our marketing team booked 19,000 calls for the different products and services. And I loved what you said on the team sync about that, by the way. Filling a stadium. We filled a stadium. We could almost fill a stadium. I think, a, well, a small stadium. A big stadium is like 30,000, I think. That's crazy. We spoke at Hilton Head and Moab, Utah, which that was a blast. Yeah, and, and Tim w- went, uh, uh, what are those things called in Moab? Uh, side-by-sides through yeah, the Yeah, those scary things I didn't We get attended on. the Inc. 5000 Gala. You went to 10X Ladies. I went to this million-dollar mastermind with Ryan Stuman, and we had our ECU 100th episode podcast. That's wild. In our fitness and wellness. And we launched our books, our first books. Yep. Oh, I don't there, know if you said there, that. There's still a lot more. Well, let's not let's not bore the people. Hey, let's bore them, guys. Hey, I just want to show you, like, this is what you can achieve. Guys, we are not special people. Are you special? Were you born special? Were you born with some special well, DNA? The, the reason I can do this stuff is because I actually am crazy enough to believe that I was born very uniquely special and better. I didn't because I lived most of my life, like definitely below average, I think. Mm-hmm. I still in, believed I was In better. relation to my potential, right? Because I always talk about this, right? Like here you are, right? What's your potential, man? What is it? Is it 2X what you are right now? Is it 3X? Fitness goals, ran a marathon. Christina and I lost combined 85 pounds. It is possible, probably ladies more. and gentlemen, probably more. Um, No sugar. 95, probably 95 to 99% of our meals are no cheat meals. We literally have no sugar and we are definitely prioritizing health. Like, well, and it will, and it'll go down in history as the year that I ditched alcohol and multiple other bad habits, whether that's staying up too late, different vices, we all have them. But when I look at, okay, like a person who impacts a thousand who do you need to or become? more directors, VPs, and executives, a, a person who does a New York Times bestseller next year. Like, what habits does that person have? So, that person doesn't get drunk every night, right? Or well, even once a month. I guess there's probably some people out there that would argue Maybe. that some of the best authors are drinking every night, but <laughs> <laughs> but you guys know what we're saying. You got to have good habits. Yeah, I quit tobacco after 20 years of serving in the military. Oh, here's 23 years in the military. I retired. Right. We're just stacking wins. Bought the dream car. We went to the UFC for my 40th birthday. Both Amazon bestsellers. I quit tobacco. Did you talk about the click funnel award? Yeah, we 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 generated as we have generated online for all the marketers out there. We have generated over 60,000 leads online. So we got an award for it. Of $10 million uh, on the click funnels for generating 10 million in revenue. Through one funnel. If you don't for the marketers out there. You guys probably know what we're talking about, but um, funnels, landing pages, click funnels. Yep, yeah, with uh, Russell Brunson. So one internet funnel, and I bring this up again. Like this is a we like to brag, right? But I'm I bring up a lot of these achievements frequently, also so that you know that you're in really good hands for life and business advice. You mm-hmm. don't want to be tuning into this podcast or any other podcast for that matter if the people that are giving you information haven't lived out a certain level of achievements or are living the kind of life you want to live. So again, these aren't necessarily just to be like, look at what I did in shiny objects. It feels great. Sure. But this is so you know you're in the right place with some people who like to do big things. Exactly. Man. Well said. Well said. Thanks. Yeah, we care. We want everyone to succeed. Hey, guys, everybody can win that is is tuning in. Because right now, you know, however many people will watch this, tune in onto the podcast. But the good news is, hey, 
the bar so low today, ladies and gentlemen. It's so easy to win. It's so easy. Like literally, it. number one, if you just show up every day and you're in the right place at the right time with a positive attitude, you're better off than 90. Forget your skills for a sec. Okay. Forget your marketing skills. If you do that, you're already significantly ahead of the pack. If you know what you're doing inside your domain, you're an effective communicator, you can easily, this is how people, by the way, double their salary inside a year or two. Mm. It is. Christina, let's get, okay, now a lot of these people are going to start looking for a job soon. So go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast so we can help you reach them for sure, right? But a lot of these people are going to be transitioning into new roles, right, in Q1 of 2024 and they're going to be hiring people that need to be onboarded effectively well and you guys have all heard that we've now created new products and services mm -hmm, for you so mm -hmm. we're no longer tim and christina the career people get a job in 90 days or less um but also focused on keeping the job which is what we're going to talk about here it's really starting off on the right foot so our first 100 days program um and our leadership and development course so, so you can look out for those going into the new year and also people I bring, just bring this back up because I want you to stay in the environment, even though you, even after you get the role. Um, and so you're going to hear lots of new, exciting well, only because we want to make sure they succeed for the rest of their time. Mm -hmm. Right. And that they have the taxing strategies they need to continue to ascend. Well, and it's, how do you maintain the proper mindset as an executive? as well. Where are you getting your, your mindset check-in every week? Exactly. So when CEOs and presidents were polled about how long it takes to ramp up someone, whether it be a new leader, they said the average time was six months, Christina. On average, it takes people six months to get spun up. Who's got that time? <laughs> Especially if you make a bad hire. It's impossible. It's so, expensive. So one of the things I want you to start thinking about as you approach your new opportunity or you maybe fix your broken onboarding program because I know most are broken, right? Is you need to think about four things, right? How have your past experiences been when starting a new role? Most people don't take the time to self-reflect. What mistakes did you feel you made? How can we avoid them? How can we avoid them for the people we're onboarding? What would you have done differently? And thinking back to past experiences when starting a new role, how long did it take to feel comfortable and confident? So with those four questions, you can assess, hey, what do I need to do differently as I approach my new role? And how can I maybe revamp my onboarding process? It's not sexy. It's not overly exciting talking about onboarding. <laughs> vital, vital. Okay, because we, we say- Saving well, money is sexy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and when we bring people on to ECU, you know, we want to think, hey, they're like part of the team and they're going to battle with us. Right. So like, don't we want to make sure they're equipped? They want, they know where to access what information, if something happens, how do they handle it? Right. Like we want it for our team. Surely you want it for your team as well. Tim. Yeah. Put you on the spot here. Mm -hmm. How much do you think poor onboarding? Cause we've been there. We've had broken onboarding systems. Mm -hmm. How much do you think poor onboarding has costed us? Just the last year. Well, even just like in like yeah, the last year or two. The years. last year, I would say it probably cost us because we we hired a couple key leadership roles. Mm -hmm. so. Key leadership roles that that turned over because we didn't have a uh, we needed to enhance our onboarding process. Probably four hundred k. Probably cost 
Tim and Christina, executive prep rates. And, and sales for sure. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So, hey. So not only is it a great, not, not only is it not a great experience for the people going into the role, potentially you, um, but it affects the culture of the company, obviously the revenue retention, you guys, like, I know I'm stating the obvious, but vital. Like Tim. So one of the, one of the key, if you took one thing away besides all this great goal setting that we talked about, right. And planning is this is the major mistake professionals make. So let me be very clear. If you take one thing away from this podcast is that whether you're hiring people or you're the one who just got hired, here's, if you ask. Hey, Tim Madden, what is the most vital thing? Here it is. You need to be very sure that you have explicit, clear expectations from whoever manages you. If you're the CEO, it needs to be the board. If you're the COO, it needs to be the CEO and then trickle the way down, right? But, so, but Tim, how do I know what to ask? Like, how do I, so I, so obviously that means you need to ask great questions. Yep. But how do I know what to ask, Tim? Hey, Christina, it's my first day here. You're the board member of Executive Corrupt Grades. I'm the CEO. Hey, I want to make sure, right? I know what a CEO does, a CEO is responsible for. I've had a successful track record, right? But during my first 90 days, I really want to talk about improvements that you would like to see made. And additionally, at the end of 90 days, right, what would success look like? So if we could fast forward to 90 days, right? What would I need to accomplish? What would I need to fix? What would the numbers need to be and the, the number areas for us to be sitting here uh, at the beginning of next quarter, basically celebrating, right? What would have to happen? Well, see, I'm the CEO, right? What would have to happen in marketing? What would have to happen in sales? What would have to happen with people, with training, with hiring, with all the things of your business? There you go. And then... That's step one, okay? Step, now that's if you're getting hired, right? If you're the one doing the hiring, set the expectation for your people and say, hey, this is what I want the first 90 days to look like. And again, it doesn't need to be super detailed. It could just be key areas. And hey, if you do this, and you guys, um, if you're not in an executive level position, like what Tim's talking about, this is all positions, but it's, so yeah, it's all positions. And then also tune into next week's podcast. And it's how do you fast track from like entry level director type roles, mm -hmm. um, to executive in three years. And obviously guys, that's not possible at every company, but in many companies it is. And we're going to talk about that. And it all goes back to these questions. Number two, besides that, right. There's still, this is number one part a if you will okay is you have to meet frequently with whoever manages you and i recommend i know in corporate america hey we all have these meetings upon meetings upon meetings and ain't no one got time for that because then nothing could get done but hey at a minimum you should be at least doing a sync up at minimum 15 minutes a week with your boss and maybe, hey, if you're both back to back, maybe it's when you wrap up the day at five o'clock on a Thursday. Hey, five o'clock on Thursdays, we we wrap up because here's what we do. Hey, Christina, here is the progress I've made to this. Here's the progress I've made to this. Here's some key decision points that we need to make right now. Here's what I'm thinking. This is alternatively what we can do. What are your suggestions? And here's why you want to do that, okay? <laughs> because I'm getting feedback from my boss right now about what I should do. So if it goes wrong, essentially, it's not just my fault, ladies and gentlemen, it's the boss gave you guidance as well. So do you see what I mean? It should be a team though. It shouldn't be you failed. 
It should be, hey, if you had to let someone go, you failed them as well, right? Mm -hmm. How did I not set clear expectations? Did I meet with them enough? Did I train them well enough? You don't want to be dealing with that, man. It just racks your damn brain. So number one, hey, get clear on the expectations you have from your leadership or from, you know, the people that you manage. And then number two, hey, meet with them at least once a week for at least 15 minutes to just go over key priorities, make sure you're on the same page and get some, some feedback on those decision points. That is the how, podcast. Like, Congratulations. <laughs> we'll put off, you know, we, Tim would probably really get on me about this because I'm the one who kind of, um, drags my feet on these meetings. He talks about meaning like, it's hard to nail me down for a meeting, but man, once you get into that meeting and then you wrap up the meeting, it's always such an eye opener on like how Everything. badly it was needed. Yes. It's wild. If and you, and don't well, underestimate. We saying, if you fail to plan, mm. you what? Plan to fail. Boom. <laughs> um, and don't underestimate the power of just like a five minute sink. I mean, if it's yep. framed out appropriately, yep. but if you've got this, if you've got a new role and you're like, man, I love this. This is my dream role. I want to hit the ground running. Like what Tim's saying, you have to plan to be successful in the role. Because what you want, because think about this. If you want to get on the same page as your boss, you have to talk to your boss. You want if your you, boss to like you, right? Exactly. <laughs> and your team as well, because here's why when you're starting, there's these thing called fatal thinking traps. Let me enlighten you for a sec. Fatal thinking traps are predetermined ideas of what you will do when you start, when you first start in your new position without first taking the time to truly understand the needs of the position or the needs of the company. Here's what that means, Christina. People come into companies. They don't talk to their boss. They're not clear on culture. They're not clear on where the company's going. And let's just go ahead and change a bunch of stuff. Not good. That puts you into what's called a negative cycle. And a negative cycle is fatal thinking traps can cause you to enter into a negative cycle where one bad decision affects other decisions and so on and so on. And in 90 days, you are no longer there. So instead of getting into negative traps, you need to get into positive ones. And they're created by making smart decisions. And smart just means I have all the information I need to make a decision. Yes, that you have all the information you need and regulated emotions. <laughs> So a lot of fear and anxiety goes into this, right? When you get a new role and we're talking of, so Tim's coming from the angle of like, you've had a track record of success. You've done the job before, but for many of you, maybe you haven't. And this was an upward mobility, mobility move and you've never done it before. Exactly. Like, well, and here's so I'm not the good thing. enough. They're not going to like me. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm failing. Like those are some negative thought loops that you can get really caught in. And here's, here's what people don't realize. Let's say you have all of the great experience. Let, let, let's say you're doing a lateral move. You're a VP. You're just going to be a VP somewhere else because something happened, right? So let's say we for sure know that you have the skills to do the job, right? Like on paper. But think about this. Here's what people fail to consider. The culture's different. The office politics are different. The internal processes are different. So many things are different. So just because you're a good marketer and you know how to run ads and develop leads, et cetera, that's not what we're talking about when you're like, I'm not going to cuss on this podcast, but like, no kidding, right? <laughs> no kidding. It's, no, 
<laughs> it's like, of course you have the skills to do the job. Otherwise you wouldn't have got hired. Like, obviously you have the skills. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about everything besides your skills. And let me let you guys in on a little, um, realization I had or rude awakening I had when we started this business and years ago. And I would get applications from people who wanted to work with us. So the application, not, not to work for, not to be on the team, but like as a client and we have our clients fill out an application, like what are your strengths and weaknesses? What are you making now? What do you want to make? What do you do? And I would get these applications and I would be like, wow, like this person is like so inspiring and they've done so many great things. And I get on the phone with people and what are they in? They're in the negative thought cycles. They're in the, and this is almost a hundred percent of the people guys. This isn't like every once in a while or a few times a week, 100% of the people that I talk to, no offense to any of my clients. You all know that you're stuck in these patterns. A lot of you that's why you come to my mindset call and why my book was so helpful. So I don't think I'm, you know, being hurtful when I say this, but every single person we talk to is stuck in these very, very fatal They're too ways old. of thinking. Um, so what I'm trying to say is, mm -hmm. yes, almost 100% of people are qualified on paper. Everybody at this level is. Everybody at director, VP, and executive uh, level is, is qualified on paper but they don't, they're not thinking the way that they should be thinking in order to be successful in their role, let alone impact other people or, you know, be highly effective on an interview, et cetera. So take that into consideration. Like, yeah, your achievements are great, but where's your head at? Yep. Cause everyone you're competing with, everyone gets like so upset when they get turned down. Just remember if you're at the director VP executive level, everyone who's competing with you probably has a very similar background issue. Right. So that's why in previous podcasts, we've talked about exhibiting the right presence, being an effective communicator in the, in the beginning, it's important to listen more than your talk. It's important to delegate. It's important to do all of these things. Right. So go back and check out our, our prior ones. Christina, talk a little bit about self reflection. I feel that's important, especially, well, we know it's important, right? But I'm just now really learning um, at, at a new level, just how important it is. But and I'll just kind of repeat what I said at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Did you have more of a question? Yeah. Know? Just talk about how important daily self-reflection is, especially when they're starting a new job and they have like all these emotions, all these thoughts, all this information coming at you. You're learning office politics. You're, uh, you're just going crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Like you have to be able to sit down and be like, who saw, let me write it down, map it out. What do I do first? Daily self-reflect reflection is going to be difficult. Uh, even I, I I'm going to be tr fully transparent. Transparency is one of our core values. And even if it wasn't here at work, it's definitely one of my personal ones. I do not have that habit dialed in daily ref reflection, or maybe I, maybe I do more than most people. I just don't realize it. But for me to truly like sit, reflect, hear my own thoughts and maybe implement uh, new strategies based on what I'm noticing from the reflection, probably really only once a week um, on Sunday evenings or Monday mornings. Am I really only carving out time? Now, I'm not saying that that's good. Some of you might want to do daily when you're starting a new role like this, um, but my top um, recommendation would be you have to put it on the calendar if it's going to happen. So maybe five minutes self-reflection. Um, and that's going to include no distractions and just thinking like 
what are some wins? Where could it, where could have things gone better? What can I do? Where can I take ownership? What are some habits that got in my way? What were the distractions and how would I like to be 1% better tomorrow? Or that, you know, that going into a new week, I'm pretty good about it on Sundays for sure, because I want to kick off my week in a good way. The reason for self-reflection is to allow time for awareness. And like I said at the beginning of the podcast, awareness, this is good news, is 80% of the work. I promise that if you even just had just the awareness and like no action, you would even be in a much better place than most because most people aren't taking time for this. And when we're in living in a fast paced society where our go-to is to pick up our phone and scroll, read, take in more information, heighten our senses in other ways. Then you got the vices, then you got the family and you got the whatever you got society nagging at you, uh, you know, with all kinds of, um, negative narratives. It is, we're living in a time right now, folks, that it is difficult to reflect and have awareness. So you have to challenge yourself and it's a practice. There's no um, finish line. There's no perfection. You have to carve out time but to reflect. if you're reflecting daily, you will get to that. You will daily would be better. You, you will start running tremendously faster than everyone else's in their career and you'll and, notice and to their goals and you'll, to their plans, their strategic plans. And when you start reflecting, you'll notice how, no one else around you is. <laughs> hey, moving on. We talked about the importance of building. Well, no, we'll talk about the importance of building an army of advocates and understanding company dynamics. But with the army of advocates, hey, you need to build relationships with these people. And if you're watching, listening on Spotify or Apple, hey, you can go back and rewind this because I'm just going to say it quick. Hey, direct reports, peers, boss, outside network, because most people get confused on how to do this. Okay. So these are the people you need to build relationships with when you start your new position, direct reports, peers, boss, your outside networks and your vendors. Now, with that being said, Christina, we've talked about how bad people are at networking and communicating. Right. And I just want to bring up that you had called me when you recently took a trip to one of our friends' businesses. And you said that you almost fell out of your chair because they were doing a meeting, a meeting of their executives, if you will. And would you please share? Because I do think like everyone thinks it's like just them that's maybe scared of like, you know what, man, I'm just, I'm not outgoing, Tim. I'm not extroverted. I'm not this. I'm like, guys, this isn't normal, right? This is a skill you need to develop. And if you're someone that know you need to develop this skill and you, if you think everyone else is good at it, but you, Christina, please share the story about most people fail to even hold a conversation. You want to tell the story for the audience? It could be good. Sure. And, and if, leave out any names or if businesses. Our good, if our good friend is listening. Good friend. No, it's not that one. It's a totally different one. Remember? Go. Okay. So they were doing... You put me on the spot here. They were doing an exercise on how to kind of get people out of their comfort zone um, and communicate better. And one of the exercises was like when you're out in the community, have some mindfulness around like who you're talking to, start asking curious questions, get curious about people, see how much information you can give and where the conversation takes you and whatever. And it was a group of, of five people, people responsible for the revenue of the company and also responsible for the client experience, et cetera, the highest level below the owner. Um, and they couldn't do it. 
I mean, they literally couldn't do it. They were like, I just felt like one guy was talking about being at um, a, a restaurant subway. And he said he wanted to start asking the person like, hey, what are you doing for the holidays? And whatever. And he said it just got so uncomfortable. He was nervous, sweaty in his head and couldn't get through a conversation. Um, and then somebody else yeah, just epically fail. And I'm listening to this and I'm thinking to myself, because sometimes guys, transparency, here it goes again. Sometimes I'm like, we've been doing this so long that I think like, maybe I should move, I'm transparency here. Maybe I should move on to doing something else. Maybe teach people how to build businesses like this or go and buy and sell businesses. But then I'm, then, then God is like, look, people don't even know how to communicate. And I'm like, oh my God, all these people still need me so bad. And this was one of those moments and I didn't say anything about it, but these are, these are grown men in business that don't know how to communicate the whole room of them. So, so if you think it's just you, it's not. Okay. So, Hey, understanding company di di dynamics. Here's what we want you to think about. Are they a newly formed company? Are they pivoting to maybe a different product or service? Is it a growing company? Are they regrouping? Are they in a mode of maintaining, right? Can we all agree that these are different strategies of the company? So you need to also, when you're trying to become aware of company dynamics, you, you need to know right now, this is why you need to talk to your boss, right? Like, what are the strategic goals? Are we in growth mode and we just need to hire a bunch of people and work on, you know, like that type of thing? Or we are we in maintain mode where we need to develop more processes? Like, what's the overall goal this year? in 2024 of the business unit and where's the business unit going? Because those are going to require different strategies, regardless if you're in marketing, sales ops, et cetera. So you need alignment. to know alignment. Where is the business going? Do I need to be prepared to grow 50% this year? Right? If so, wouldn't my considerations be different? Right? So you need to know like what stage of the business cycle are they in? But the biggest thing, is you have to use data to make decisions. So repeat after me. We do not make decisions without data, okay? And if data is not being tracked, hey, email me at Tim at Exec Upgrades. I'll hook you up with the tech guy, a product team who can help you and your company develop some data, have some charts and tables. Because if you're not making decisions on that, you're just guessing and it may cost you your job. Well, and hopefully your success at the job is measured on data. Yeah. Um, yeah. And hopefully you're with a company that does use data. There's going to be plenty that don't, and it's not pretty, um, particularly probably in the startup space. Mm -hmm. So there is much, much more to consider, but I just want to recap on what we went over so far, right? We went over keys to a successful transition, like setting expectations with your boss or your team, and then meeting with your boss or team, even for a couple minutes, at least once a week. How to avoid those fatal thinking traps. You can get into those positive cycles as opposed to those negative ones. And if you need help with that, you can head over to Amazon. And Christy, if you're listening, if you could drop the she link. Um, well, both of our books. She my did. book is based around mm -hmm. thoughts, emotions, actions, and the fear that uh, we were talking about and specifically focuses on avoiding and how to navigate negative thinking and fatal thought traps. Mm -hmm. uh, the Fearless Executive available for five bucks on paperback. On Amazon. Yeah, for the Apple and Spotify listeners. So remember, the reality is we know you're good at your job, but your hangups are going to be learning, taking time to learn the culture, the office politics, the internal processes, right? 
And then we talked about building an army of advocates, understanding company dynamics and using data to make decisions. Now, when we look back on this today, one thing me and Christina, the more and more we've been realizing is common sense, right, Christina? Like, don't you want to know the expectations of your boss and meet with them regularly? Yeah, that's common sense. Do we want to stay in positive cycles? Absolutely, right? Do we want to self-reflect every day? Yeah. Do we want to, but see what happens is this. It's a lot of information. And if you don't daily reflect, you don't plan, you plan to fail, right? So onboarding at a new company is very challenging for the majority of people because simply they don't have a plan, which is why we come to you live each week, mm -hmm. right? Presenting you with tactics and strategies on how to elevate your career in numerous ways because success doesn't have to be hard. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're trying to do, whether it's finding a new job, start a company, hone in on your skills, whatever they may be to rise to the ranks in corporate America so you can go get yours, it has all been done. You just have to follow the blueprint. No different than running a marathon or climbing Mount Everest. Closing comments, Christina. Besides, hey, if you need some resources for your career, go to execupgrades.com backslash resources and Christina will tell you how to book a call with us and wrap us up. Yeah. Hey, invest in yourself, book a call and get the help that you need. I am not shy about it. <laughs> there is a significant investment to work with us, but if you want a plan, you know, customized to you and your goals and an executive brand, a powerful brand, um, on LinkedIn, and you want, you know, new connections and an interview strategy that works and you want to just save yourself listening to hours of podcasts and fumbling through another year of not reaching your goals, then book a call, make the investment. Many of you know what it is, get on the calendar and then get it done. Yeah. Well, the other thing is we invested, so just full transparency, multiple six figures into ourselves. whether it was just last year, whether it was leadership, coaching, marketing, sales, what have you. And I can only hope, ladies and gentlemen, one day that you can make massive investments into yourself and into the businesses that you manage because it's, yeah, it's so it's see, an amazing feeling when you can be like, hey, like I invested this into myself. I know I'm worth it. Like I get fired up about that. Well, we get fired up about it now. And we didn't used to. It used, well, we to, it used to be it used to be painful and scary and even like a little confusing. But so if you're if you see me online or you follow me and everything that I accomplished this year, it looks like wow, like she must have it all together. But it really came from getting support. It's a product of my support, really. I am becoming a product of my support. Um, success needs support. So you can keep trying to do everything on your own. You're, you're, you're going to eventually find that you cannot. You cannot. I'm here to tell you right now, like you cannot do it on your own. <laughs> All right, everyone. Have a great week. Hey, oh, wait, no. What? This will be the last words we speak to you. So, hey, be safe on New Year's Eve, okay? Be safe. Have your family be safe. If you choose to partake in, in cocktails, hey, please, please get an Uber. Have a designated driver, whether that's- Don't drink. Or just don't drink. Hey, you- So you can feel good on New Year's Day. That's the best, man. That is the ultimate hack. I'll leave you with this. There's nothing more awesome than on New Year's Day to do something good for yourself. So whether that's go on a run or get a workout in or put healthy boot, you know why? food in because your body. You're, because nobody else is doing it. Not many. Mm -hmm.
So it's kind of like a, it's, it's like, feeling. it's like the ultimate flex. It is. All right, everyone have a great week and happy new year.